0: Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after. But most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters, making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After Show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want, and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode of Happy Ever After. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for joining me for the second episode of this show. We're going to talk a lot about money and what you want to make and how to step into that, which I'm really excited about. And I'm excited. I touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but I just celebrated my two-year Freedomversary. It was November 2nd, and that's a big day for me because November 2nd, I left my job for the last time in November 1st. I I'd put in my two weeks notice and all that, but my last day was November 1st, and it was a Friday. And so my Freedomversary actually fell on a Saturday the first year. It was a Saturday the first year, and it was a Sunday this year, and um, it's a really big day for me. November 2nd is a really big day because that's the first day that I woke up. And even though it was Saturday the first time, I didn't have to go back to work on Monday. And I knew that. I got to wake up and feel that freedom of like, this is Saturday, but I'm not counting down. You know, it's not like, oh, you know, it's already noon on Saturday. Oh, man, it's Sunday morning already. The weekend's almost over. I have to go back to work. It was the first time I got to wake up on a Saturday and know that I didn't have to go to work on Monday. I didn't have to rush through what I wanted to do for my business to get it all done. I knew that I got to wake up Monday and work on my business. So it has been two years since then, since I left my job for the first time, since my first freedom day, and I love it. I love my life, and if you listen to the first episode, you know that I wasn't super successful building my business on the side. And I thought, I got to get out of my job because I need the time to focus. Something in here isn't working. I'm putting too much brain power in at my job. And it's just not working, you know, to build a business on the side. There's There must be something I'm missing. There's something I have to learn. And I'm fortunate that I figured those things out. When I left my job that first year, I really just wanted to enjoy the freedom. So I had built up real estate income. So my passive real estate income... Technically, I retire. I always say retired at 32. That's what my friends say. I retired at 32 because I left my job and I actually had income to cover my bills. And I did that intentionally because I knew that I wanted to focus on my business and I really wanted to learn how to create a successful business that felt really good to me. But that first year. I just wanted to relax and I wanted to enjoy all of the freedom that I had created. And I did that. You know, I wanted to go on all the trips that I couldn't take, you know, because I didn't have enough vacation at my job. I wanted to help out with friends. I went and I helped take care of a friend after surgery, and I helped some friends really intently with their wedding, which was so fun because I wouldn't have had all that time to give to planning and picking people up from the airport. If I'd still been at my job, and so I, you know, I went on over ten trips that year, and really just enjoyed. And I worked on my business too when I was at home, and you know, when it felt really good, I worked on my business, and that was really fun, and I loved it. And I actually did learn how to be successful in my business. I launched my first course, it was a course, and uh, it's called Money, Money, Money. It now transitioned into Manifest Ten K, and I actually just offered it for the last time. For the foreseeable future, things might change, but as of now, it was the last time. And that course, I launched it super successful. I went from you know only being able to get one person in a course, if you remember from the last episode, in a $47 course. I launched this course, and I had over 200 people the first time that they joined. And that was kind of the evolution. And that came with learning how to experience success. So I gave myself a year to really play and enjoy and kind of just easily learn what it felt like to run a successful program and how to step into that and all of that intentionally. You know, I didn't think I had to come out and build this huge business right off the bat, especially because my bills were paid. But about 10 months in, I said, "All right, this has been really fun. Like this has been cool. I've enjoyed all this time, I've enjoyed all this travel, and I still travel, by the way. Travel does not stop in my world." But I said, I want something bigger. I'm ready for something bigger. And so that's when I set a really big income intention. And I said, I want to make $500,000. And we're going to talk more about this. This leads into what we're talking about today, actually. I said, huh. And I had no idea. That was five times more than I'd ever made at anything, including my job. And I said, all right, but, but what I did is what I'm going to ask you to do when we're talking about income and getting clear about your income is and you can do it now as long as you're not driving if you are driving please keep your eyes open but if you're not driving and you're listening to this just go ahead and close your eyes and take a deep breath how much income do you want to earn from your business And open your eyes and just let that number be the number. So it might have been really big and maybe a little bit scary. Might have been smaller than you expected. And that's absolutely okay. Like, trust that. Trust whatever that number is that came up. Because that's the whisper inside your soul. That's your intuition tapped into your future self. Saying that there's something really juicy at that point. Whatever that number is, there's something really good and juicy at that place. And that's what I did. I just one day, I said, okay, it's time to go bigger. What does big mean? And I knew for me, you know, I made just about six figures in my business or in my job, right under six figures. I knew that it had to be bigger than that. Like I'd already grown into that. I knew kind of what that felt like and I wanted a growth place. And so when I closed my eyes and I just let the number come up, it was $500,000. Now, <laughs> to that point in that year, I'd made about $10,000 in my business, so I had absolutely no idea how I was going to create a $500,000 business, but I knew I could do it. I knew I trusted the number and I knew I could follow the steps that I've always followed. I'm, an, I'm a law of attraction money coach. And so I help people with this. I've, I've been working on my money mindset for years and just growing it and growing it and growing it. So I knew the steps, I knew all I had to do was repeat the steps that I'd done. And I'm going to walk you through those in this episode because I really want you to open up to whatever that number is. And it's likely an unfamiliar territory. Likely you haven't made that much money before. And that's why you're growing into it. And that's awesome because there's room for growth. And we can figure out how to do that. We can create the path. Actually, the path will create itself the clearer you get about what that income intention feels like. So, you know, me being me, I said, okay, $500,000, all right, let's go to work on that. And so what I didn't say is this is what most people do is they, where I see this happen a lot, people will set a really big income intention with their business. And they just pull it out of the sky, right? They don't close their eyes and kind of get quiet like we did and let that answer from within bubble up from the surface. They hear something someone else says or they just think like, oh, my God, it would be awesome to make $300,000. And they just pull that out of nowhere. And what happens is then they try and figure out how they're going to do that. So I'm going to – ask you to just let the how go for a minute, you know, because that is the natural. That's like what we're taught is like, oh my God. Okay. So I set a $300 income intention and now I got to figure out how to do it. And I I told you in the first episode that this is going to be a different kind of show, giving you permission to do it your way. And I'm going to show you what's worked for me to do it the quickest and easiest way possible. And for me, the quickest and easiest way possible was not to go figure out the how. I didn't think one thing. Okay. Like, Oh my God! That means I would have to get a thousand more people. No, probably five thousand more people in my. Pro- I'd have to do the math in my program. But I didn't go. Oh my God! I got to get five thousand people. How am I going to get five thousand people? I said, nope. I'm going to just open up to that I have a business that makes five hundred thousand dollars. What does that look like? And who do I need to be? Because I think you will agree, no matter what your number was, there is a difference between who you are right now making whatever you're making, which is totally okay because we all need a starting point. So whether it's zero or whether it's a million dollars, it's totally okay. But wherever you're sitting right now is a different person than will be sitting in your same seat or maybe a different seat when you're making that income goal that just came into your head. And that's important to realize. So there's a growth. You got to grow into that. And the growth is the most important part. So the first thing I suggest, instead of trying to like come up with all the math and do all the figures and try and figure out how you're gonna get a gazillion people into your business, the first thing to do is start to grow into that person, to get you as close to the person who is making that amount of money as we can, to close that gap as much as we can between where you are now and where you wanna be. And it's more about who you are than what you're doing in your business. And I promise you, if you start to step into being that person, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some ways. So if you're like, I don't know how to do that, I'm gonna give you some ways. The more you step into that person, the more that path reveals itself. You know, I talked about the GPS point in the last episode, and that's really what we're doing. We're giving it that GPS destination. One of the things is your income goal, right? And who that person is, right? And when we have that clear, that path will appear. There will be a lot less figuring out the how because the path will just start to appear when you step into that person that is making that amount of money. And so that's what I did. So the first thing that you want to do, because this is a new amount of money, likely. You haven't made it before. We've discussed that. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to get in touch with that amount of money. And by that, I mean, you want to play with what does that look like in your life? I actually just gave this assignment for fun to one of my year-long clients. And I said, I just want you to play with what it would be like to make $25,000 a month. I know that's not your goal. That's not kind of what we're, but that's a stretch place. And the reason is, is that we can get in touch with with however much we want to make. And that's not her goal, but it's a fun place to play. But I gave her these same steps. So... Twenty-five thousand a month. We can use that. Actually, let's just say you know there would be more than twenty percent taxes, but there's some other things. You know, there's deductions and all that. So let's just say that five thousand will go to taxes for easy math. So whatever your number is, kind of follow along with the process because this is how you're going to get in touch. I want you to know what does that look like. What are you investing that money on? And you'll learn as you listen to the show. I don't use the word spend. I always use the word invest when it comes to money because I believe when you look at it as an investment, it's something that gives you a return. You start to spend it differently. You start to look at it differently versus spending it often means just letting go of it. But when we're investing it, we make choices different because we're investing it for a reason. And whatever we get back at it, we expect a return. So whether it's happiness or it's the investment in your mortgage is the investment in the place that you get to live. Whatever that is, you get that out of it. So I use the word invest instead of spend. So as I walk you through this, I'm going to say invest. So let's just for easy math's sake again consult your tax accountant for the real numbers but you know let's say that that's $20,000 so 5,000 is going to tax so you have $20,000 how are you going to invest that you know if you spend a third of that on your mortgage that would be about 7,000 if that's how you want to budget it out so would you if you're making 20,000 would you live in a different place would you live somewhere where the mortgage and all of that was about $7,000 it's about with taxes and everything, it's probably about a million-dollar house. Is that where you would want to live? Or would you stay where you are? And these are important questions to ask and to explore because this is how you get in touch with that person who's making that amount of money because the person who's making that amount of money knows the answers to these questions. And that's how you really step into them. So, you know, 7000 a month, would you be living in the same place you are now or would you move? And if you would move, one way to step into that person is just to get online and look at some real estate. Look at what's the million dollar range. Go shopping as if you have a million dollar budget. Start to look through the eyes of that person making that money. Look at the houses and say, Would I want this one? Or the condos. I'm a condo person. I love living in a building. So for me, I did this recently. I did this with uh, getting in touch again with $500,000. And I said, Okay, you know, let's I went over my my business plan for next year, and it's not hypothetical anymore. I've we're gonna get back to this step, but I've given this year for myself to grow into that, and it's an absolute done deal. It's not, it doesn't seem hard. It's gonna happen. And so I was looking at the budget and I said, okay, where I want to live. And I looked at the houses and I looked at the condos and it was condos. And But I made that choice because I really wanted to see like, do I want to move into a house at this price point? Is that what I would want to be doing? Or am I still going to live in a condo? And the answer came like, I'm still going to be living in the condo. The answer might have been, oh yeah, I'm going to get a house because one of my goals is to do the workshops in my living room. So that's one of the things I want is a living room that supports that. And so that was really the person who has $500,000. They're having small intimate workshops at their house. So they need the space for that. So that's one of the lenses that I look through when I look in my price point and what I'm looking for. I look at that way. And so you know, it's important, it's decision. It's like, would I live in this neighborhood? Do I want to live in this neighborhood or would I want to live in this neighborhood? Do I want this type of house or would I like a condo? Would I like a really, really fancy building with less space? Or do I want the penthouse of an older, I live in Denver, penthouse of an older building in Denver that's more space. And all of those are questions that you would know when you're making that amount of money. So that's one way to get in touch with that person is to really explore Where are you going to be living? Because that's like the biggest expense we have too. And then to look at what's left over. So if you're spending about $7,000, there's $13,000 left over. So are you driving a different car? Are your kids going to a different school? Are you investing more money on your clothes? Are you investing money in things that help your life run smoother? Like a housekeeper more often or a personal chef a couple nights a week or having, you know, fresh food delivered and prepared, what changes when you're making that amount of money? Or are you just giving it all away? And if so, who are you giving it to? And what kind of impact does that make on their life? Like get really in touch with that amount of money. So if you're like, oh, I'm giving $1,000 away a month, awesome. Who are you giving it away to? And what's the impact that's having? And a lot of charities will have this. I know I'm a huge Women's Bean Project fan. It's just in Denver, Colorado, and it's about empowering women and giving them a skill to go out and get a job and really change their life and overcome addiction. And I'm a huge fan of that. And they will give you the breakdown. You know, $1,000 will teach life skills for five women for six weeks or whatever. Or, you know, a donation of $10,000 So if you wanted to save it all up and do it once, we'll pay for one woman to go through. And my numbers aren't exact. But they'll give you those numbers so you know what kind of impact you're making. So when you're getting in touch with that person, get in touch with, if you're giving money away, the impact that you're having as well. Get in touch with, are you driving a different car? If you are, go test drive those cars. Go test drive the cars in that price range if that's what you're doing. Are you investing in different things for your long-term growth? Are you investing in college for your kids? Get clear on, awesome, so I'm investing this much a month for this long, you know, so they have this much to go to college. Really get clear about every single place all of your money's going. Are you going on more vacations? If so, where are you going? And are you going on more vacations, like one every three months? Or are you going on a weekend getaway every month? Or are you going on, you know, two really big vacations with your vacation fund, you know? And in that case, look up, like if you're going to Tahiti or the Bahamas or whatever it is, like look up where you're going to be staying and really put real money to what's on your list because the more in touch you get from that numbers perspective with that future person making that amount of money, the more your brain is going to start to figure things out to help you get there. The more it's going to get on board, the more that you're naturally going to start attracting those experiences, whether it's from your business or from something else. So when you set your income intention, and again, it doesn't matter the size, you want to get in touch with that, which brings me to the next point, which I actually wanted to make as my first point, but I get so excited about talking about, because this is what I do, get excited about getting in touch with that future self person. So give yourself time to grow into this. I even say, don't make this, whatever your income intention came, don't make that your, you can if it feels really good. But if it feels like a big stretch, it doesn't have to be your 2016 goal. Make it, oh, I'm going to give myself till the end of 2017 to really step into this person and create this business. And that's what I did. So I took 2016 and really started growing and now I'm hitting that. Now I'm definitely on target to hit that in 2017, but there was a lot of growth between $10,000 in my business and $500,000 that had to happen personally and also business-wise. And giving myself that year, you know, I told my friend about this time a year ago, like a year from now, I want to be going into the next year knowing that's my income, knowing that that's my income easily without the struggle, very easy. And that's where I am because I gave myself the time to grow into it. When you don't give yourself the time to grow into it, you get frustrated. You know, if you say, okay, this has to happen in 2016, you divide out whatever the income is, you know, even if let's say that it's a hundred thousand that you set the intention of. And so $8,000, it's eighty three thirty three a month. So, you know, the first month you make a thousand, well, then you're $7,300 behind. And in February you only make 2000. So now, you know, you're $14,600 behind for the year. And so you're always like trying to catch up. But if you give yourself a year to grow into the monthly income that represents that yearly intention that you have, you give yourself the time and the room to grow and the time to make the mistakes really that you'll need to make along the way. And when you give yourself that timeframe, you're giving yourself the space to really grow and not get frustrated because you have a full year. So when you come up and you make, you're going to make, mistakes along the way, you're going to try things and they're the right thing to get you to the next thing, I promise. But sometimes they feel like mistakes or like they got you off track. And sometimes they did, but they're just a lesson to keep you on track longer the next time. And when those happen, when you think you have to do it right now, and you're like judging everything against like, oh my god, like now I have, you know, I'm so far behind, whatever, because I have to make this income by the end of the year, then you get frustrated. But when you know that you're working towards that One income place at the end of the year, you give yourself that freedom and the time and the space to make those mistakes that you need to in order to go forward and to grow and to learn what you need to do to grow into that person. So give yourself some time, you know, give yourself a year to grow into that income intention and get really, really, really familiar with the person who's living that life as familiar as you can. That's my specialty. I love that. I love helping people tap into that. So speaking of loving, helping people, I want to talk about Sandy, who is one of my favorite clients. She works a lot with desire and bringing people's desire up. She's amazing. And I'm so proud of her. So she's taken my workshop and she's really doing these steps that I'm talking about, really getting in touch with the person who is living that life she desires to live. So she's made it, put it in her schedule. To go down, she wants to move to the ocean. That's part of her person, you know, who's making her income desire, lives at the ocean. And so she's making time to go down, you know, drive away from her house. I think it's an hour. It's between an hour and two hours. Drive down a couple times a month and really walk on the beach and really experience and get in touch with that person, being that person for a couple of hours every couple weeks at least at minimum. She's doing other things too, but I know that one for sure. And so she's getting in touch with that person and able to start stepping into that person. And that's going to help fuel her business in a whole new way because she's touching her future self. She's getting in touch with them. She's connecting with that. And so the clearer, the more connection, the clearer the GPS point that we talked about in the last episode. And the clearer the GPS point, the easier the directions get. You just get led to that place. So I am so proud and excited for Sandy and uh, excited for what she's got going on in her life and how she's embracing stepping in and connecting with and living as if her future self. So awesome, Sandy, Sandy Amora, Amora. I always say it wrong, which is why I hesitate to say it because I just know her as Sandy. I just adore her. We're friends on Facebook. You can find her if you want. She's awesome. She does a lot with Desire Map workshops and bringing up desire and embodying desire. And I love what she teaches about stepping really into your desires. So she's fabulous. And I'm just so proud of her for taking those steps to really connect with her future self. So, It is time for today's money mantra. It is about money today, but today's mantra to close the show. The mantra for today is, I honor myself by making money. I honor myself by making money. And I chose this because I believe this is one of the deepest ways to honor yourself. And if you want to have a successful business that serves others in any capacity, you have to be serving yourself. You have to be giving from that overflow. And so honoring yourself by making money is a big way to do that and a big way to create that overflow. So I honor myself by making money. Is your mantra for this week? Go forth and repeat out loud. Write it down. Enjoy it. It's been so fun hanging out with you and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com.